Hey there, and welcome to the Two Mom Life Podcast, a show for moms like us balancing it all and ready to live an inspired and full life. I'm your host, Jody Freed, mom of four, Jewish community professional, and mother's empowerment coach. Motherhood is a journey, and on this podcast, inspired by Jewish thought, you will learn from other moms, receive practical advice, and loads of inspiration. Motherhood is messy and certainly not perfect. Here is to mom life, to finding your way, to finding perfect moments. Here is to you. Hey guys, welcome back to Two Mom Life. I am so excited about today's episode where I'm going, we're going to be replaying an interview that I did with Rebetzin Devorah Berusan. This interview was all about being everything to everyone. I learned so much from speaking to Devorah um, a few months ago about my relationship with my kids, with my husband, and just how to frame this concept of being everything to everyone. Because as moms, we are expected to do that so often, whether we consciously recognize it or not. And at the same time, we do not need to be, you do not need to be everything to everyone. And so this conversation brings so much insight to this topic and it's just an honor to be able to bring it to you on the podcast. So thank you for tuning in and please enjoy. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Jewish Mama Masha. I am so excited to be here today with Devora Barusan. She is an incredible Rebbitson down in Atlanta, and she also works with women on marriage and intimacy. And today we're gonna have a really enlightening conversation that I am super excited for. I know I'm gonna learn a lot from it. So this is a highlight for me. And before we go any further, I'd like to ask you, Dovor, if you can just introduce yourself Absolutely, I'm so excited for this opportunity. Firstly, as you said, I live here in Atlanta, Georgia. I am lucky mommy to seven children, and at this point, Nana to 10 grandchildren. Wow. Which is awesome. They were just here visiting. Note the back and play in the background. So this this is always really fun for me. I work with women on family purity laws, intimacy, physical, emotional, spiritual, um, mental connections with their husbands, how to be there for their children. I do marriage therapy. I um, go to prisons and I work with women who are in prison. I don't know. That's me. That's all the things that wow. I do. That's incredible. And you've been doing this all for a very long time, for many I've been doing this years. for a long time, and I'm reticent of the community here also, which pulls up my time sometimes also. Um, but it's all really good stuff. Yeah. That, well, that's a really good, happy thing. Yeah. yeah. And that is amazing. That's just amazing. So what I want to focus on with you today, and I know we could probably take this a million different directions, but I think something that's key to all of us is when we're moms and wives and working <laughs> and have bosses, there are a lot of different people pulling us 
different directions and each person has different needs. And so what's the trick? Like, how can we be everything to everyone and maintain our like sanity and happiness within our marriage and in our roles as mothers? That is a billion dollar question. (laughs) (laughs) And I think we have to start by remembering that we'll never be everything to everyone. Mm. We can be our best for everyone and they will think we are everything. And if we're good spouses and good mommies and we're honest with ourselves, we'll never really feel satisfied enough with what we're doing. Hmm. So what is the magic to actually be your best and give your best and give your most at all times? I think that it's being present. Hmm. Whoever you are involved with, whether it's your husband, whether it's your children, whether it's time you've devoted to yourself, to your dreams, to your goals, whether you're at work at that time, to be fully, fully present with whoever it is that you are interacting with at that time. So that they get all the beauty of you, all the love, all the connection, everything you have to offer in that relationship, they are getting at that moment. And also specifically with children, if they get you completely, then they're more understanding when you have to go and take care of something else afterwards. Hmm. They know they have you when they have you. And when they don't, they've already gotten their fill and they'll get some more later. And they know that when you're with them later again, that they're gonna have you completely. So I think that would be the most important thing. And in terms of, you know, setting up time for your husband when you have a busy life and busy family, you know, in a nutshell, same thing, be present. But being present with your husband takes planning. Can you go into that? Like, what what does that mean? I know, just to give a quick example of a lesson that I learned this weekend, we went, we took our kids to a trampoline park and we debated like buying trampoline passes for all of us adults included or just for the kids and we ended up getting it for everyone and then at first we regretted it a little bit because it's more money and whatever how much are we really going to jump but i really was able to like be present with my kids and jump with them because i didn't have to worry about you know not having paid or not having the the space and time and i think that's just like a very micro kind of dialed in example of for me what an impact it made to be present in that moment with my kids and i think you know it's hard it's hard i definitely don't show up <laughs> present all the time fully 100% it's really difficult and even more so sometimes with our husbands so what like what can we do to help ourselves be really present? Well, that was actually a perfect example because had you taken them to the park, to the trampoline park, every second one of your kids would have been saying, mommy, look, mommy, look, look what I can do, look what I can do, and they'd all be pulling at you. But if you were jumping with them, you were present to experience with them. So Mm -hmm. the next child who wants you to watch is gonna wait for you to jump over to them. They'll Mm -hmm. call and you'll get a chance to be present with each and every one of them. And you weren't thinking about the money and you weren't thinking about the time and you weren't thinking about other things you had to do. You were right there present. Hmm. That is a perfect example of a job well done. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. One out of, (laughs) one win. (laughs) So how do we do that for our husbands? Husbands are a little bit harder because you don't stop being a mother. 
Mm. And you don't stop taking care of things when your husband comes home. But actually, that's what you have to do. If Mm. you're on the phone, if you're in the middle of talking to a child, it's really, really good for them to know, look, daddy's home. Come, let's go say hello. And to Mm. go over and to greet him, hang up the phone. Don't tell the person, oh, give me a minute. Let me say hello. Put down the phone. Let your husband see that you're there for him completely. You're present. Ask him how his day was. And the truth is most men really need a little bit of downtime. When they first come home, they need to either decompress a little bit or just shift from, you know, work mode to home mode. And so a really warm welcome makes them feel amazing. And then a little bit of space space afterwards makes them feel even more amazing. Mm-hmm. And the kids can jump on them and you can go take care of what you've come to, but he feels like the king when he comes home. And once you've set that up, then the time that you spend afterwards is very clear to him and it's a priority to you because look, you just made him a priority the minute he walked in. Hmm. And to the children, it's a priority because they also saw that you made him a priority no matter what you were in the middle of doing, especially if you announced to them, okay, let's all go say hi to daddy. <laughs> it doesn't matter if they're big or little, even with my teenagers. Oh, hold that back, sweetie pie. Gotta run, Abba's here, and run to the front door so that they always knew that this was something that was really, really important. Abba comes in, daddy comes in, family's complete. Come on in. Now, you know, it is true that that's not the case all the time. Sometimes you can't just stop what you're doing. You know, you're in the middle of uh, some, some emergency for some child. There's a kid who just vomited on the kitchen floor. You can't always tell the vomit. Wait a second, you know, oh, that look. Uh, <laughs> but you could say, sweetie, I, look, I bet you're going to feel better now. I was home. Uh, I'm in the kitchen cleaning up vomit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because the reality is real life does happen. Right. We do not expect. We can always just try our best, but this is the way you greet your husband every day. You're already setting up the stage for intimacy in your relationship. What is the definition of intimacy? It is a world that exists with just me and you. It's not a relationship I have with anybody else. And so if we're planning to have time later and something comes up, you already know you're my priority because we tried and hmm. we're going to make it up a little bit later. And we're not going to make the fact that it's a little bit shorter mean less. Even hmm. if it means 10 minutes sitting at the table together talking. Mm-hmm. Even if it means saying, you know, do you know how many couples, I think it was like 80 something percent of couples don't even spend five minutes a day communicating outside of what should I get from the dry cleaner? Did you go to the bank? What time do we need to pick up the kids? No meaningful conversation or less than five minutes. Hmm. In order to be able to have this relationship with your husband, he needs to know that it's a priority for you and it is a priority for him too. He's just right. afraid to step on your toes because you're so busy. Right. So two questions have come up for me. The first one is, what are, what are some prompts? Do you have any prompts that can help spark meaningful conversation with our husbands? Because there is so much day-to-day and there are so many logistics that I know a lot of us do deal with. So what are some prompts that we can use to help that meaningful conversation evolve, even if it's only for 10 minutes in a day? Um, That depends on your relationship with your husband. Some people have a really hard time thinking once 
they breathe. Once you're busy with all the daily stuff and then you just stop to breathe, a lot of women have a hard time thinking and they're like, and they come to me and they say, we're supposed to be communicating. We have nothing to talk about anymore. What happened to our relationship? I don't think it's a matter that anything happened to the relationship. I think that sometimes we just don't give ourselves also a chance to like change over to wife mode. Hmm. So maybe in order to do that, a prompt would be to get a cup of tea, to, you know, pull out some cake, to, to do something that gives you a chance to be doing something before you go into conversation. And there are a couple of different ways of going into conversation. Sometimes it's as unimportant, but important, because it's a connection mode, as something your husband's really into, something political, something sports, something about his day, something that you know is really interesting to him. But a lot of times, um, what I find is that we are trying to make a connection with something that's meaningful to our husbands, but it's really not meaningful to us. And so that doesn't always make us feel good about the connection that we have with them. But as a starter, sometimes that is helpful in couples that feel like we've kind of lost each other. We have nothing to talk about. Hmm. A better way is to think of him throughout the day. There's always something that makes you think of your husband. Mm -hmm. Always. It could be a bumper sticker you saw on the back of a car. Hmm. It could be the strawberries that were on sale out of season and you know he loves strawberries. And guess what bumps into in the supermarket? And I was thinking of you and I didn't even notice her right away. And then she hmm. wanted to know how you were doing and, you know, whatever. Whatever it is, think about him throughout the day and start a conversation with something you know would be interesting and meaningful because you thought about him during the day. Hmm. And you remembered this to bring it up with him. That's often a really, really good conversation starter. And it also gets you excited to spend time with him because you've had it in your mind all day. Right. You didn't want to forget. What greater feeling is there than thinking of your husband throughout a day-to-day thing? I remember there was, um, I don't remember if it was Heinz or Hunt's ketchup. They okay. used to have, they used to have an advertisement that said, anticipation is making me wait. Anticipation <laughs> is making me wait, and they have this guy. They're waiting for the ketchup to come out and plop onto the hamburger. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's true though. Anticipation, waiting, thinking of him. Oh, you know what he's going to say to this? It's really nice to make phone calls throughout the day and say, "I love you." How you doing? You're stuck in traffic. What can I help you with, etc. Those are really meaningful. But to think of something and wait and wait and imagine the look on his face. Uh. Could be a big thing. It could be something little. You just know it will give him pleasure. Huh. And so, on that note, by the way, make sure it's something that's going to give him pleasure. There's enough time to talk about all the things that are complicated. Life uh, always holds complicated things. Yeah. If there's something that, if you know he's frustrated at work, <laughs> maybe don't go that direction. But that's not the question to ask. Right. If there's a family, extended family dynamic, and they wanted his opinion. That is not the time to ask. <laughs> right. You want to develop your connection first, even if it's just a few minutes, to rebuild it each and every day. Hmm. Not because it's crumbled since the day before, but because every day that you don't spend building takes two, three days to rebuild up to where it is because it's so easy to be complacent. And hmm. it's so easy to just have that extra hands with the kids. Never meet your husband at the door. Oh, yay, you're finally home. Here. Is your baby too. I'm done. <laughs> How many wives do that all the time? Right. How low is that? Without you know? really realizing the implications necessarily. Totally not realizing right. it. 
he's so happy to see you. His face is watching. His eyes are on your smile. Right. His eyes are on his children. His eyes are on his castle. Right. You know, before King is called to the meeting, he gets to take a drink of water. People say, hello, King. Hello, King. Hello, King. You know, nice to see you, King. Thank you for taking care of us. Right. Then you can call him into a meeting. Huh. So the way you greet sets the whole entire tone. Huh. And I think it's so important because your children see it too. Yeah. And children, not only you respect their father that way, but they learn respect for their spouses, both, the, both your sons and your daughters. And ultimately, everything we do is to role model for our children too, so that mm. they can even be happier than us, even have more <laughs> than us. That's what we wish for our children, right? That's completely, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is, yeah, this is so valuable. So the other question that, that was coming up for me was I'm picturing our family at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. And sometimes what happens is my husband's talking to me in one ear and my kids are talking to me in another ear. I'm, I know I'm not the only one <laughs> that deals with this. Sure not. And it's like, okay, how do I like be present in that moment and give each one the attention they need without like... I don't know, like who has priority in that case? Like who do who do we attend to first when we're really like being pulled by our husband on one end and our kids on the other end at the same time? So the first thing I need to tell you is enjoy that blessing. <laughs> Revel in the blessing of family dinners. Yeah. My husband traveled a lot. Yeah. yeah. I was raised with family dinners. My best childhood memories surround around family dinners. Oh my God. And I wish I would have been able to give that to my children and I never could. Wow. The first thing I'm going to say is just revel in that beauty because as a child of family dinners, it's like nothing else. Yeah. So that's my first thing I want to tell well, you. Well, thank you so much. And thanks for bringing that up because the, it is really a luxury, especially in today's day and age. And we don't do it every night. But thank, just like thank you for, for bringing that up. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's, it's really important. It's a good, solid foundation for the kids. Um, but the second thing I want to say is being a child of family dinners, it didn't really bother us if we couldn't get my parents' attention because we had a ritual at the table. Mm-hmm. And as long as there's a ritual at a table, children will get their turn. Tell us about your day. Mm-hmm. What was the best part? What was the hardest part? What are you grateful for? And is there something you want to share that you learned? Mm-hmm. And this happens every single day mm-hmm. at our table, no matter what. My parents had to say the same thing, <laughs> which was a really, no, it was awesome. For starters, my dad's a doctor, so we got to hear all these great boy stories he saved for us. And of course, <laughs> you love to hear about that amputated leg with me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, horrifying things when I think of them as an adult. But like, as kids, that's why my daddy's a doctor. He saved lives, you know? That was a big thing. And you can be the heroes to your children in the things that you notice. Right. So if you say the best part of my day was when I was driving home and somebody almost cut me off and I was so furious. And then I remembered, you know what? I had my family waiting at home for me. They must have been in a rush because they had an emergency. And I was able to judge it properly and not be upset. And I was really proud of myself. Dad, aren't you proud of mommy? Mommy is proud of herself. Dad, what do you think? Wasn't that awesome? Yay, <laughs> you know, like you can teach them so much through this. And you can also really validate yourself a lot throughout the day because so much of what we do every day, we don't think about it. Right. 
we don't recognize our blessings. We don't recognize even the efforts that we put into things. Right. And we say at the end of the day, wow, this was such a draining day. What was so draining? Sometimes you can't even say what it was. It's a list mm. of things. That wasn't what was draining. So much of it is our attitude about how we're dealing with it. And when you intentionally talk about your attitude each night, then you, you have more mindfulness towards what your attitudes are throughout the day. So it's yeah. such a, a process that you're giving them, but you're also giving them a chance to talk and to share right. and to say, my best friend was horrible to me and mm. I don't want to be best friends with them anymore. And everyone at the table gets to say, ooh, ah, no way, that's awful. Right? Yeah. Give them a chance to fully express themselves where they have everybody's attention. So if yeah. your husband needs your attention for a few minutes and they're just waiting to say what they need to say, go wait. You know, you mentioned building in like a ritual to the mm -hmm. dinner. And I think that that is a key element that isn't always incorporated in my home. And I should probably get better at it because it sounds yeah. like when everybody had, knows that they have their time and place, just like you were talking mm -hmm. about earlier with being present, like when everybody mm -hmm. knows that they yes. have their own time and, and space to be able to get out what they need to, what they want to say, and right. you know, they have the attention, then that it helps. True. It helps the whole atmosphere. So true. And when you boil down though, the core question, who comes first? Always your husband. Because hmm. the biggest gift we give our kids is a happy marriage. Wow. Beautiful. So always your husband. Beautiful. On that note, I'm going to draw this to a close. This has been a really, really enlightening conversation. Thank you so much for joining me. I really Thank appreciate you for it. Asking me. This has been wonderful. Yeah. And oh, where can everyone get in touch with you? Um, you can get in touch with me either on um, jewishmarriagecounselor at gmail.com okay. or I can give you my phone number. 404-232-0576. Amazing. And I'll make sure to post those both in the comments below the video and in the emails oh. on the Facebook group. So thanks again. And everybody will see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much, Jody. Thank you for tuning in to the Two Mom Life podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please remember to rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to learn more about me and my work helping moms feel filled and in balance or helping moms integrate family adventures, big and small, into mom life or to explore how we can work together, visit my website, loveadventuremom.com or find me on Facebook and Instagram at the handle loveadventuremom. Till next time, l'chaim to life.